0: Welcome to the Pops Culture Podcast.
1: for the last hour and a half. <laughs> Didn't get to watch Eric and I try to figure out our semi new um podcast thing. It's a what is this thing called?
2: It's an audio interf- USB audio interface. It's very fancy.
1: Nerd. Uh it's a USB <laughs> audio interface that um my other podcast partner um it's okay they know I'm cheating on each other. Um, he bought for our other podcast that we've never used in over a year of doing that podcast. That's and then awful. one day, Eric's like, hey, why don't you use this? And I had no good reason.
2: <laughs> because I like having the other eight items that this replaces instead. Yeah. I like, I like using all these eight things and 17 cords instead of this one item and two cords.
1: Yes. I'm not a rock the boat kind of person when it comes to electronics because I don't get half of it.
2: I'm well, barely... the people know. The people have uh, experienced our audio technical difficulties as we've been <laughs> hey man, you're rolling the these on.
1: Once I, once I upload the file into your uh, thumb drive, it's all your fault. <laughs> from that point on? Well, no.
2: You were saying because we recorded the last one we did. Just the last one was on the actual mics from the laptop.
1: Which sounds better than the mics we were on this entire time.
2: Yeah. So
1: My cat's doing a tightrope back above us. It's kind of creepy. She's way up there on top of the actual door. Oh,
2: man. I see that. It's yeah. awesome.
1: We're in a really hot garage because it's summertime now in Sacramento.
2: Yes. <laughs> Two days. It went from winter to summer.
1: Yeah. It's gone from 70 degrees to die outside. I, I literally did not start my car today. That was my only goal for the Sunday because I had a really busy weekend leading up to this. Busy yesterday and Friday and I thought, yeah, um, my wife was like, what do you want to do Sunday? I was like, I don't want to start my car.
2: I was, Absolutely I,
1: nothing. I, yeah. I closed all the drapes in my house. She took the kids to the splash pad. My oldest, my daughter stayed home with me. Yeah, she napped and I shut all the windows and drapes. It was super dark in the house, and I played Madden and did nothing. It was awesome.
2: That is awesome.
1: Yeah, we went for a walk, and she made fun of how slow I walked. And uh, (laughs) here we are.
2: Your wife made fun of you, or your daughter? My wife did. (laughs) pretty soon it'll be both your wife and your daughter
1: i mean i don't walk slow she's just like we're gonna go for a walk i was like cool it's a nice night let's go for a walk yeah all of a sudden she's like usain bolting it down the street i was like what are you doing She's like we're walking fast
2: why (laughs) that was my next question
1: (laughs) well you know we're gonna get a little bit of exercise out of it i'm like i get that but like i'm sore and i'm tired yeah can we just chill and like look at stuff she's like no we're gonna walk fast (laughs) so it was like me chasing my family basically the entire walk that's awful yeah, it was terrible it sucked but one nice thing was somebody not me had a birthday you what, was, are you 50 now was,
2: yeah something like something that, that. Yeah. I'm as old as you now i know
1: <laughs> old ass man just yeah. like me old men just with got... kids
2: and <laughs> jobs and shit
1: well you have a job
2: i guess yeah, we my both have those is I guess. Watch my kids. <laughs> yeah. <we laughs> Make sure my that. kids don't die every day. Exactly. <laughs> That's our job. The most stressful job ever.
1: Yeah. Have you ever taken a nap okay, have you ever like been watching like
2: T V with your
1: kids or they've been playing and you're not actively like with them. Yeah. But they're in the room yeah. and you've dozed off.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> the amount of stress that you wake up with is for me unbelievable yeah i would rather wake up from a nightmare out of breath than that (laughs) because i've done it before where like my kid like has gone behind the couch (laughs) when he was little and i didn't know he was like he was like playing behind the couch which is fine but like he was in a position where i totally didn't see him yeah and i woke up and i was like Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. How long was I? I was probably asleep for all of three seconds. But in my mind, it was three hours, and he had just drowned himself in the bathtub. Or something. Right, right. Oh, my God. He, like, popped up. Hi, Daddy. I was like, hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy's going to go make four or five cups of coffee.
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the uh, I've had the miscellaneous nap where you wake up and you don't remember, you know
1: miscellaneous nap is a
2: great word like you got <laughs> you get hit by a truck and you're waking up in the middle of the street like what the hell happened yeah 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 you gotta just make sure all your kids are there and they're breathing
1: my daughter now man she's all about running in parking lots <laughs> her favorite thing in the world to do yeah yeah i'm out i was in my garage we had a garage sale like on saturday and i was getting a bunch of stuff out and loading into in my car and my wife's like, oh, they want to come out and like say hi. I was like, cool. Hey, guys. She's like, yeah, I'm going to run inside real fast. I was like, all right. My daughter, literally within the span of time that I said, okay, and finished putting the thing in my car that I was putting in my car, ran around my wife's car, and was walking towards the street. And I live like, you know, you, I live one house away from a corner and it's by a high school. So people tear ass down my street, even on the weekend. Yeah. And dude, like, it's it's like... I see now at movies like Pet Cemetery where freaky to parents because <laughs> the idea of your kid getting hit by a semi-truck is like something that you don't want to see conceptualized in front of you but because of movies like that I know what that somewhat looks like Yeah. so now every time my daughter steps anywhere near a curb it's like Fred Gwynn running after the kid <laughs> truck getting the kid and I've got to go bury him in an Indian burial ground somewhere yeah it's just, it sucks because, like, it's so weird. I, I've noticed that thing now where I look at movies that I never looked at before differently. Yeah. Like, I see things now that I never saw in them before. No. And same with, like, stand up comedies. I know we both love stand up comedy. Like, I was listening, I think I've referenced this on, on this podcast before. I don't know, but I, it's that Louis C.K. joke where he says, um, The
2: vacation joke.
1: The vacation joke. Yeah. Dude, I totally get that now. Yeah. It's crazy. It is crazy. And like the thing where he talks about his daughter doing tap dancing and she's like, I don't want to do tap dancing. And I was like, great. Tap dancing is no longer in our life, honey. I don't care. And <laughs> I can see myself getting, and even though my kids, like if my son was like, dad, I don't want to go swim practice anymore. I'd be like, cool. You know how to swim. You're not going to drown. I don't care. Yeah. It's just, it's funny how like these things are, you know, I knew it was funny when I first heard it and I didn't have kids. Now that I have kids, I'm just like, oh my God, that's hilarious. Like I get it. And the uh, same with yeah, movies. Yeah. Like, are there any movies you can think of now that you saw when you were younger that you were like, oh, okay, but now you're like, oh my God, that's totally different.
2: Uh, I don't know. I mean, they're all impressionable as far as that, but then you, it, it strikes me now more when I like, I'll rewatch old movies Yeah, and I'll be like, oh geez, you know, and then <laughs> you don't realize that it's just terrible. <laughs> Well, like I think, or how it, terrible it was. Well,
1: like a movie, perfect movie like example that, like, uh, a movie I don't like, but I'm like, wh- why are the parents of the Goonies letting them go do this? Like, yeah. they've been gone all day. Is yeah. anyone not looking for them? Right. Or I saw this this thing online today. It was like a missing persons thing for the for uh, Kiefer Sutherland and Alex Winter and the other two guys who were the vampires and um, Lost Boys. Yeah, yeah. It was like the missing signs for those right. kids. Yeah. Uh, I think about that. I'm like. Now, like missing kids and things like that, like that's a plot point that doesn't that I can't just like ignore anymore. (laughs) Like I would be like, okay, then this movie, this kid's missing, and we're gonna okay, but now like, whoa, there's a missing kid. Like I'm I'm not okay with that. Yeah, (laughs) it's weird.
2: (laughs) Yeah, like I was I was watching uh, the first Karate Kid a a while ago, but then I was just like, this is just so contextually like out out there. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, Daniel LaRusso is just doing weird things and getting in huge fights after school and just, like, things that wouldn't happen or things that are just... You look at it now and you're like, it's so 1980. Yeah. And then now, like, all that stuff, you know, the parents would be all jumping down everybody's throat and, like, they'd be right there probably walking them to school and you're just like, okay. Well, Johnny was, like, 40 going to high school. The dude, yeah. the dude looked already Yeah, old. and he's, you know, they got the whole karate class and they're, like kicking the shit out of kids after school. <laughs> You're just like, okay. Yeah. And then, and then, how about, uh, how
1: about Daniel's mom allowing just the, the random, random Chinese to,
2: guy to I mean, that's just Asian man. Janitor to, dude
1: to just like, Hey, I was going to go to his apartment. He's going to teach me how to do karate. Wink, wink. Yeah.
2: And then he gave yeah. me a car and they're like, you know yeah. what? For what He for, did what? For wax. Why on. are you over there? Yeah, yeah. I had to paint his fence. What?
1: Yeah, dude. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All of that's wrong,
1: Mr. Miyagi. You're gonna have to go to jail. Yeah, yeah. Daniel, uh, yeah. Daniel's mom was not the most street smart smart woman in the world.
2: No, neither was
1: Daniel though. <laughs> I really want to see like the then, the dude. In the second one, he takes him to Okinawa with him. Yeah. And now I'm gonna go out of the country now with I gotta, my I, janitor I, I friend.
2: Watch, <laughs> I need to go watch that again. It's, it's so long. It's so bad. I remember though that when I was a kid, the second one hit me harder than the first one did. Like was it were because of the sweet soundtrack from the guy emotions, from Chicago, probably.
1: <laughs> I am the man who will fight for your honor. Yeah. Uh, or was it because Mr. Miyagi split a solid piece of wood with a palm strike in the middle of a uh, of a typhoon to free Sato? His. Yeah. By the way, you know those were white guys who wrote that movie. If his the bad guy's name was Sato, <laughs> let's think of an Asian name. Is Chang taken? Yeah. Mm. Sato. Let's do Sato. Pretty much all the thought that went into that coke-filled writing of that, that thing. Yeah, that he summer blockbuster. He ditches his his girlfriend that he got into the gigantic fight with in yep. the whole first movie. Yep. For his his hot Asian lady, who I think was the same girl who was in Big Trouble in Little China.
2: Oh yeah, that's
1: what the One of the best movies ever made, by the way.
2: Oh yeah, something I can't came wait with... to watch that
1: with my ten-year-old. Something came up on Jeopardy the other day I was watching, and it was like, this movie with Kurt Russell and blah, 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 something, and I was like, Big Trouble, Little China. My wife's like, what the hell is that? A- what is that movie? I was like, what? You what? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me?
2: I was like, we're watching this uh, yeah. right now. I, was
1: just gonna, I think I said, that's the movie we're watching this weekend. Yeah. But yeah, that movie's amazing. It's one of my favorites. Pork Chop Express. Can't go wrong with that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that part. And they drink the tea. How do you feel? I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good. I feel kind of invincible. Yeah. Let's do this. If you haven't seen Big Trouble in Little China, why are you listening to our podcast? Yeah, bro? go watch it. Turn off
2: this yeah, podcast. Yeah, turn, turn this off right now. The seven of you that are listening. and Tim, Gary, <laughs> turn this off. Go watch Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> oh.
1: You've seen it already, but go watch it again. Seriously, it's go watch good. it again. Yeah, I, I think that's a movie that if they remake, I'll probably blow up Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I could stand that. you think there's any movies that are just completely untouchable? You shouldn't remake them?
2: Yeah. What would you say? I mean, I thought there were, like, uh, like, I feel like there are, but then I'm sure Hollywood will just bitch slap me and say, no, we're going to remake Young Guns, and you're never going (laughs) to. That's a good point. That's a good
1: one that I could see totally getting
2: remade. Yeah. Like, that's right there for the pickings, but... It's like the Avengers, the Old West movie. It is. And, you know, like, uh, movies like Tombstone, just staying in the Western theme.
1: Yeah, I wonder if they'll remake Tombstone, or if it'll be like how they did Wyatt Earp, like, where they kind of talked about why. Like, they'll remake Tombstone, but it won't be a remake, it'll be a different telling of the story kind of thing. Yeah. Like, because historical ones are hard, because... Every author's written a book like like Lincoln was based upon that one book about him. But then there could be another movie about Abraham Lincoln that maybe focuses a little bit less on the Emancipation Proclamation and a little bit more on like you know other parts of his life. But yeah, we'll still have that in it. Yeah, I mean because Wyatt Earp, it wasn't that great of a movie because I think Tombstone had come out at the same time and everyone was like, yeah, I really like that one better. Yeah, it's hard to not. There's been a couple of times that's happened. Or yeah like, like deep impact and armageddon armageddon yeah not that
2: which they're... are really not <laughs> you know all the only similarities there is the asteroid hitting the earth or well <laughs> the asteroid you know threat of hitting the earth right
1: because they got i mean both of them have pretty good actors i mean yeah uh what's his name was in uh deep impact um uh
2: morgan freeman
1: was he I he was—he so. was right. He was the president. The that president. was the big joke. Everyone's like, "Oh, right, we got a
2: black president." And <laughs> then asteroid really blows
1: up the planet. Um, <laughs> <No>. Mars bitches. <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> John Favreau was in it, but not that he's like a great actor. But um, no, um, I was at his name from The Godfather. um, Consiglieri. um Oh, uh, um, Paul or um, Tom Hayden in the movie. Um, damn, he's in Sling Blade. He's been everything. Can't think of his name now.
2: In Armageddon, yeah, no, Bob, in Deep Billy, Impact, Billy Bob Thornton.
1: No, Not Billy, he was the dad, Billy Bob's dad. Yeah. I I can't believe I don't think I can't think like one of the greatest actors of all time, Marlon Brando. Yes, Marlon Brando <laughs> was in it years after he died. Godfather. That's another one that they should never remake. Yeah, The Godfather.
2: But I can see them. I, I can see that happening.
1: See, and I wonder. If, but see, the, again, though, I wonder if it's one of those things where the genre itself is so, it's so overdone. That it's like we'll just do another mafia movie, or if they'll actually do the Corleone movie and try to do the the, the splendor and grandeur of it, you know, because it was at its time that was that was movie went over budget, it went over time, maybe it was crazy the stuff yeah. they had to do to get that movie. So I don't know. I I, I wonder if that's one because I mean I think it's untouchable too, but I don't know. Untouchables. Untouchables. <laughs> yeah, that's another that's another one, another historical one. Yeah, Robert Duvall. Okay. But by the way, it was Elijah Wood, Taylor Leone, Robert Duvall, Morgan Freeman. Elijah Wood was in that movie? I guess so. Vanessa Redgrave was in it. James Cromwell. Geez, John Favreau. Good amount of people in that movie. Richard Schiff. Blair Underwood. The Poor man's Will Smith. Um, <laughs> anyway, a lot of good actors in that one. I mean, it's not, you know, it's not Ben Affleck and Bruce you know, Willis and... And uh Steve Buscemi big, but still in, big. Yeah. Um but yeah, uh, yeah, the that's another one though, the untouchables. It's like you could remake the Elliot Ness story, but like it would have to be different because now like they've talked about how that historically is just not true. Yeah. Like Braveheart is one of the most inconsistently historical movies ever made. Like apparently he never even met with Robert the Bruce ever. <laughs> and Robert the Bruce apparently is more the guy who's credited with doing a lot of the stuff that they say that William Wallace did in that movie. Yeah. In real life, Robert the Bruce actually did. Like they make him out to be a real pussy in that movie, but actually in real life he was a badass. Hmm. And for whatever reason they made him be the sort of the pussy. Yeah. Um I would say another one, I mean, if I think if they remake the Goonies, people will freak out.
2: Yeah, that would have to be Almost to the point where they don't remake it. It's like a, it's like a sequel, but more of like a, you know, continuation of the story.
1: Is now I have never watched it, but is *Stranger Things* kind of like *Goonies* with paranormal
2: things. A little bit, yeah. I wouldn't say it doesn't have the campiness of the *Goonies*. But I
1: mean, as far as like the the kids on their own, kind of, kind of a yeah. No, well, I mean, it takes place in the '80s, so right. I guess
2: you could say it's kind of in the same genre. But I feel like it's. It's definitely less campy, a little more on the horror side. Yeah, but I don't know. I like Monster Squad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. There's, uh, you know, I feel like it. It harkens back to the movies like Christine, and uh, okay, uh, Carrie, Carrie, old Stephen King. Yeah, and you see, you you could totally see like plays on different old school horror movies, and they even like reference those movies when they're in the in the show and you know
1: it's weird how like our generation like it seems like like pop culture itself not to throw product placement in there (laughs) but pop culture itself as uh, has hit this weird thing where originally in the 50s and 60s there was there was little recycling going on where now it seems like our generation as parents want our kids to be into the stuff we were into. Yeah. And it's like, this is the first generation that it's acceptable to be sort of Peter Pan and whatever the female version of Peter Pan would be, of like, like oh, I'm really nostalgic about a movie. Or I'm nostalgic about... People are always nostalgic about music, but like, you know, because yeah. it was always like, ah oh, you kids don't know good music. But like to say stuff like, you know... Oh man, I really, uh, I really want my kids to watch Ghostbusters. It's like a rite of passage as a child. Even though most kids now probably watch it for like, okay, cool. That's I'm glad you like that, Dad. That sucked, you know. <laughs> but like, you know, I mean, my ten year old loves it. Well, I mean, some kids are into, it, some kids aren't. But what I'm saying is like, we're like the first generation that's having our kids grow up the same way we grew up as far as pop culture. Yeah, I see that. So it's weird how like there's so many things aimed towards our generation, and things are being made like. So like Stranger Things, kids now who like that show are liking it in the way that, um, I don't know, like, um, what's her name? Um, um, Sandra Bullock's character in um, in um, Demolition Man. It was like the 80s was like an yeah. era she collects yeah, from. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, oh, that's, yeah, I've heard my dad talk about Ghostbusters and they wear those suits and whatever. Where for us, we're getting this different enjoyment out of it where it's like, oh, they reference this thing that maybe the kid doesn't get because they didn't see Carrie. Right, but they're like you know they're, they're go oh they're all gonna laugh at you you're like huh, that's funny like, why is that funny oh there's this movie they dump blood on a girl's head yeah, yeah. yeah we well, uh, you know whatever right so it's it's weird it's almost like Pixar in reverse it's like where you watch Cars there's stuff in there for us to watch because you know that if it's just a kids movie you want to shoot yourself in the face <laughs> yeah but like you get it but then now it's almost like they're making things for adults that your kids kind of get too yeah it's weird it's it's like a weird shift in in culture that I, I don't think we've ever seen before I mean Humphrey Bogart wasn't making movies for his kids. Yeah. You know, it's, it's it's weird.
2: Yeah. I can see it. It's definitely like, it's, I feel like star Wars is towing that line. Yeah. The new ones, because they have to like be nostalgic to, in order to pull in the people who grew up with it. But then they also, are they're trying to put out new stories and make new characters and new, you know, new storylines that people want to follow and keep, you know, keep going to the movies, but then, so you get these new stories every other year, but then every other year there, Hey, here's a story that takes place in the original movies that you like and characters that you still remember. I feel like the only thing that really like what Star Wars should do at this point is they should just literally
1: be like, Hey, if you're really nostalgic for the old ones, just go watch those movies. Cause we're going to move on.
2: Yeah. And that's tough. I mean, I, I see that happening. I mean, it's slowly, but surely happening. So
1: now that they added three more offshoot movies that yeah. are not going to involve the Skywalker family at all. And I, I, I do. I mean, as a star Wars fan growing up, like pretty much a lot, most men, my generation, I do honestly think that like the best thing for that franchise is to be like, okay, like we, we literally have milked this cow. I, I, <laughs> and I say that cause I saw a meme actually the other day where it was like this really super skinny cow and it was uh, Mickey mouse walking out with a big pail. And, it's, and the cow said star Wars and he was walking out to milk it. And there was like nothing left. <laughs> and he was just like, hey, let's go. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that that's, they should just be like, you know what? We're done with you feeling nostalgic. We're going to, we're going to move on with this universe. So we're going to make cool stuff out of this universe. If you want to watch it as its own thing. Cool. If you want to be, you know, okay, where's the cameo? Like, sorry. Yeah. Save that for the prequels, but yeah. we're going to make these movies now. Yeah.
2: Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. No, no. I mean, I feel like they have to do that. Because at some point, you know, the older people are going to be too old to care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the the younger people are going to want more Kylo Ren and Ray and different storylines with different characters. And villains I, and different heroes. Well,
1: I think they've done enough, more, enough of, of the, the hearkening back to the old storyline and the newer movies to where they're not going to lose. Because, you know, one thing you don't want to do is you don't want the younger generation to not see the other ones because that's still making money for you. Yeah. But I think they've done enough of that to where you're going to want to go, okay, wait, where does this Luke guy come from? For like, sure. What's going on? Yeah.
2: And the, you know, those movies look ridiculous now, I'm sure. to. Yeah. And then, well... The prequels are, you know, they are what they are. But I feel like that third prequel, I, <clears throat> I still haven't let my kid watch that. The so Wars? that's hard. No uh, Revenge of the Sith. Oh, Revenge of the Sith, yeah, yeah. Where he actually, where Anakin gets. Where Anakin's on fire. Yeah, and then, you know, yelling that he hates people and killing kids and that whole.
1: Yeah, the whole killing the kids one. That's, again, like when I, before I was a dad, I was like. Uh, that's kind of rough. But now I'm just like, that kid looked adorable. Like literally they casted the cutest, sweetest looking kid <laughs> to be the one who jumps back when his lightsaber comes out. Yeah. It's like, damn. Like I, I honestly, like I, I still have never watched that one again since I've had a kid. I don't know if I could.
2: Yeah, it's tough. I mean, I mean, it's tough to watch just cause of that, you know, that whole scene. But then you're like him and his whole turn. And I don't know. I find it. It's so over the top, where you're just like, "Yeah,
1: come on." He's such a bad actor, though. I think a better actor could have pulled that off, right? Yeah, it's... yeah. I'm in mean, one hundred percent agreements with that. Yeah, I mean, he's just sitting there on fire, and it's like, dude, you can't even. Like, I don't even believe you're on fire right now. And there's literally fire on you. <laughs> you're that bad of an actor. Yeah, it must have been so bad for you and McGregor. Yeah. He must have just been like, God, I have to do this
2: again. Him people, and Natalie Portman both. People really, really want an Obi-Wan movie with him in it.
1: Yeah, I could see that. But I, I mean, what's it going to be?
2: Like, hey, here's
1: Obi-Wan sitting here reading in exile.
2: No, they want it to be like him between... between uh, Before he got old and before, like, after. What's what I'm saying? If he's in exile, though, like... Right, but you know, I'm sure they can think of something that's interesting. Maybe,
1: maybe he goes off and fights as Ben Kenobi. Yeah.
2: Him being a badass without, you know, being, I don't know, saving people or doing something heroic. I wonder if they're going to start doing that in movies now, or they're going to,
1: I think they have already started doing it, but it's going to become more commonplace when they want to create an entire world, like how Marvel's done and how star Wars is doing where and DC is, you know, fumbling at, um, Where they'll drop hints of other stories that aren't in there, like um, in um, Avengers where, um, uh, what's your name, Um, Scarlett Johansson and uh, Jeremy Renner are talking about Budapest. Yeah. And how they remember it differently. Yeah. And then people have been saying like, oh, they should make a movie, like a prequel about the two of them because they're such a good pair. Right. It's like, I wonder if they're going to start doing that where they'll drop little things in movies about like. You know, oh, yeah, I remember that one time we did that thing and blah, 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 and then leave it alone. Like, Predator would be perfect. You have a prequel where Dylan and uh, and uh, Dutch are out, you know, when they talk about how, like, oh, you son of a bitch. I haven't yeah, seen you yeah. you know, whatever. Like, that'd be great. Let's have a movie with those two guys blowing Seriously. up crap somewhere, you know, because people seem to like that. The idea of having a character that you love, and I think in a weird way, I think having a character that you love and, and being in an in a action movie and with the threat of them not dying, yeah, people seem to gravitate towards that. When before it was always like, oh man, is he going to get out? Like like you watch Better Call Saul. You know he's not. nothing bad happens to that dude right, until right. after Walter White meets him. Yeah, yeah. But still, you're like, oh, is he going to get out of this? Like, you're like, <laughs> even though you know he does? Right. You're like, what the hell? Yeah. And the guy Mike Ermentrout is at the show. Uh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, same with his character. You're like, oh, he's going to that with all those dudes from the, you know, from the the Mexican Mafia. Like, what's yeah, going to yeah. happen? You're like, he's fine because he's in Breaking <laughs> Bad. I've seen his end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the yeah. Mexican Mafia doesn't get him. An old white man does.
2: I saw the first, uh, kind of breaking off, but I saw the first uh, promo commercial for mayans have you seen that yet yeah 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 With they're riding all the flowers die yeah
1: yeah i don't know
2: yeah i mean are you how do you feel about that i don't
1: know dude is it gonna be after sons or is it is it during suns because i thought they were gonna do a prequel but then i don't know if the mayans is a prequel or if they're gonna do an actual prequel with we're talking about sons of anarchy by the way sons and the uh, show mayans that's yeah, coming soon
2: to fx written by kurt sutter the same guy who wrote sons and
1: is it, so is it going to be after Jax dies? Spoiler alert. Or
2: is it going to be, is it supposed to be like like before that or what? I would hope it's after. I would hope so too. Because I don't know. The problem is, is that like. Because if it's before and then are they going to mix in the sons That's with what I'm saying. Because the problem is you're
1: going to find out what happened to everything that went on when they left a lot of it to our interpretation. Yeah. So now we're going to find out. You know, but then again, it'll be
2: kind of cool to see the guys and see some of the guys again, like see Tig and a few of the other guys who like still live and stuff. True. True. Let's see how that the club's doing. And that's the thing is like, I don't want to watch that. And all I care about is <laughs> the sun's cameos in it. You know, I, I been, want it to be yeah. something on its own. That's if, piques if they my do interest. It,
1: if they do it like better call Saul though, it will be okay. Cause there's like, you know, um, was it Tuco? shows up in that show yeah yeah and a few people here and there show up and you're like in Salamanca and stuff like that so i mean if they if they sprinkle them in the right way i think it'd be cool but yeah there there is was there was such a love for that other show that it's oh, like yeah it's such a yeah great classic show i heard now they're also going to do a movie prequel for the sopranos like, uh, when Tony's dad and Uncle Junior
2: were in charge, like back in the '60s. <laughs> yeah, I'd be curious if that would, if how well that would do now since it's been so long. Yeah, I I think that they should do a prequel for Sons.
1: Honestly, I think that John. The whole story with John, but the the problem with that would be is it's not far enough in the past that you can't yeah, yeah. not cast Katie Seagal, but then she's not going to look young. Right. Same with um with uh, Ron Perlman, so be hard to that's do tough. that. Yeah,
2: that's a tough cast for that show. Like right. they got to find and, a yeah. really good look alike for Katie. And I Segal. feel like they go back enough in the actual series that it's yeah, that's really tough because
1: they said that the real interest for that was is that because of the diary that Jax would read from, that John became such a interesting character to people that people really wanted to see, to actually see more. They, they, they thought that he seemed like an interesting sort of, you know, the usual he's conflicted, anti-hero kind of character yeah, yeah. that people really wanted to see. And he, he met this end by his friend, and it was, you know, the whole prequel to Hamlet kind of thing.
2: So you'd just be watching that show waiting for him to get killed? Pretty much. <laughs> and it would be
1: so many, like... You know, so much, like, dead-end foreshadowing with, you know, hey, let's go for a ride today, man. Yeah, yeah let's yeah, go. And you're like, oh, <laughs> this is it? And then, like, you know, and then nothing happens, yeah. you know. So, yeah, that would be weird. I don't know. It's hard to make those good prequels. I heard that they're also, speaking of remakes, that the Crow remake got shut down. Thank God. I know. Even though Jason Momoa, I think, looks a lot like it, but I don't, I'm not convinced Jason Momoa's a good actor.
2: Yeah, I'm not either. And he was good as
1: Aquaman, but it's kind of hard not to be good in that movie because everyone else is terrible.
2: Who, I mean, yeah, just watching that movie, Aquaman, who was Aquaman? Just the dude that swam and... He was a
1: drunk dude that could breathe yeah. in the water.
2: Yeah, he just he he was just a badass. Like, yeah. he knew he was a badass. He just said, I'm a badass. And he talked like a badass. And then and really, the really pressure say is, shit. The pressure's way off.
1: Yeah. Because, like, if you're playing Batman, you've got 10 billion dorks no, telling you you suck. Because you're not the Batman they want. And same with Wonder Woman. You're Wonder Woman. you all these women who are like, oh, you're Wonder Woman. Aquaman, you're the blonde guy everyone makes fun of. If you're a Polynesian dude with long hair and you've got tattoos and you like to drink whiskey, yeah, "Yeah, all right, you're already winning. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Cyborg was hard to screw up because he's a cyborg. Yeah. I mean,
2: it's just a dude in a CGI suit, basically. Yeah, I think Flash was good in that movie.
1: I mean, I heard a lot of people hated him because they love the show. Yeah, that's... And they don't like the Flash because of that.
2: That's... Again, that's towing the line that they're, you know, you got two concurrent character arcs and yeah. you're just, that's weird.
1: I'm surprised that they don't do more of that with Marvel, like integrate the TV and, the, and all that. But from what Mark, you know, our, my friend Mark said, he did that basically like those guys all don't like each other, the TV side, and the movie side. So they're not going to integrate, which is ridiculous. But
2: well, there's some integration, but I feel like when they started it, they said that there's definitely integration. And then as it progressed and things got so big that they let it go i like the
1: subtle things like with um in dr strange and ant-man how they kind of reference the avengers yeah with dr strange like the avengers take care of threats on earth we take care of astral threats and then yeah, yeah. ant-man when he's like why don't you let the avengers deal with this and right Pym's like well, screw them yeah
2: <laughs> but yeah i like that kind of stuff where like they at least mention the yeah it's things. mentioned and then i because i watched agents of shield for like half a season and there was mentions but that show the the first season was awful and i couldn't get through it
1: sam jackson never showed up in that show i don't think so that's weird because he's a director of shield yeah what about the girl the the lady who's on it with him the one who's in the car with him at the end of uh of avengers four or three what's
2: her name the agent who who was flying the um agent hill hill yeah yeah she i think is in a few episodes and uh But yeah, they, they, they like sprinkle that throughout, but that, like I said, I only watched half a season and then I feel like that show evolved into something different. Mark loves that show. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, I couldn't make it into that, the part where it evolved into cause I, you know, after the whole winter Captain America, winter soldier thing, it like turned and then it wasn't shield, you know, they weren't technically shield anymore and it, I don't know, it just went different places, but they also, uh, in the Netflix stuff, they throw around references to the movies. And that that was really something. And I was reading about uh, the directors, the Russo brothers, and they talked about the the Netflix stuff and how they love it. And it, you know, it's some of their favorite stuff. But they felt like in order to get them those heroes to actually be be in like a movie like Infinity War, like they couldn't do it. They couldn't do them justice because they feel like it would have just been glorified cameos. And there would have been no substance to that. Makes sense. So they were like, you know, we wanted to, but at the same time it was managing whatever, however many heroes and then throwing in, you know, four or five more. It felt like, you know, because those characters are so developed in those, you know, those Netflix shows and to have them just kind of be like, Hey, (laughs) you know, it would, but
1: in a way it would be cool because it would drive a lot of the movie audience people to TV. For sure. They'd sure. They'd be like, wait a minute. Who's Luke Cage?
2: Yeah like oh and I feel like that you know that that to see that crossover would be nice but I feel like I don't know if it's ever gonna happen it'd be perfect for a movie like with Ant-Man because of the way Paul Rudd is so disarmingly
1: funny Yeah, that like if someone like Luke Cage or something was in the movie and he just like Ant-Man's in a fight with some dudes and he shows up Yeah, and he's just like damn man thanks for helping me he's like yeah he's like aren't you uh yeah, you know, one of the Avengers or whatever. And he's like, you know, yeah, i uh, Luke Cage. Like, okay, cool. And then, like, <laughs> like I'm going to keep your number. You know, and, like yeah. that. and then just, like, you know, and then, like, he pops up again later. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, they introduce him enough, and that's it. That'd be kind of cool.
2: That would be cool. I
1: don't know. They, they keep talking about that scene in Avengers. Like, there's only like three or four actors, I guess, they sort of screwed up and mentioned something that's in four that they're not supposed to mention. <laughs> Like, yeah, there was that one day we were shooting and, like, everybody was there. It was crazy. Like, all the heroes and Michelle Pfeiffer and Kurt Douglas and, or, and or Michael Douglas and all these different people and were all there. And we're like, damn, when is this ever going to happen again? Everyone's like, wait, that scene didn't happen.
2: Yeah. And they're like, "Oh,
1: Because they filmed everything, like, all, they didn't film it all, you know, congr- yeah, conveniently. Yeah, it's kind of so.
2: weird to just not be able to talk about anything like that. Yeah. Or, you know, have a limit on, like, what you can talk about. That's funny.
1: It's so funny too because that one clip. I'm gonna say something about Infinity War, everybody. So if you haven't seen it, good lord, um, <laughs> where that that one clip where Mark Ruffalo is just like, oh, half of everybody dies in this one, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like what? Everyone thought he was joking. The Russo brothers are so good at hiding what's actually in the movie that that everyone's like, ah, oh, is this a redirection? Yeah. By the way, I had this theory. If the whole time travel thing is real, remember the clip that's that's like the famous clip in the in the trailer where Hulk and everybody's running in Wakanda? Yeah. What if that is actually in the movie? That's in 4. In the next one? In the next one. They go back in time, and, and he actually does figure out how to become Hulk. And they all have all the stuff, and they go back. And that's actually in it. And the Russo <laughs> brothers are just effing with everybody. Like, oh, let's just put this in. everyone's like, oh, it didn't happen. And they're like, oh, guess what?
2: That'd be so great. That'd be hilarious. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I could see them doing that, too. <laughs> Did you see Solo yet? No. Me either. We gotta go see it. Yeah. I owe you a movie anyway, so we need to go see it. Solo. No, I haven't seen that. I heard it's not that great. I heard it was good. Really? Yeah. I heard that, like, even though you get over him not being Harrison Ford, that he's not that great. Like, I heard Chewbacca's great, and I heard that Woody Harrelson's awesome. Yeah. But... That's what I've heard. I don't know if it's, you know, I want to see it for myself. I'm, I'm definitely going to go into it more open minded than I have anything else, Star Wars wise, because, like I said earlier, I'm at the point now where I'm kind of like, just scrap it and let's just whatever. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm not even going to try to look at him as part of the pantheon of Star Wars anymore. I was looking at an individual sci fi movie.
2: Yeah. With That's... somewhat characters I know. Right. That's how I felt about Last Jedi, because it just got ripped. I don't know why everybody hates that movie. Because
1: everybody has their own idea of what should happen to their iconic character that they yeah, love.
2: That's the problem. People don't want to see.
1: I didn't like what I didn't like about that movie was the fact that like they really didn't explain any cliffhangers from one. Like Ray's parents, they make a gigantic deal out of her parents, and then they're just like, "Oh yeah, they're nobodies." Like no, that's not really true because in the first movie they fly off in this like giant ship, and they're like supposedly like somebody. So, yeah supposedly and it,
2: yeah you know and that's the thing you don't know if just kylo ren's fucking with her at that point
1: but the thing is is like the way that they at least the way they wrote it at least from my perspective the way they wrote it it was so dismissive that it was like it wasn't like they didn't leave any clues to the idea that that maybe kylo was lying we're like you know like they'll do the foreshadowing or a look or something yeah he's like oh they're nobody whatever like like there was nothing it was like she just accepted it and was like oh okay
2: it was weird. And I just, feel like it's it's probably such a hard, it's such a big plot point that maybe they're just like, they're just teasing it out. I hope so. I mean, I really do hope so. It just seemed
1: to me like it was a little bit like, oh, and then Snoke too. I'm like, he's he's the dude who forgets that his lightsaber's standing right there, and and that like his his protege has power to just cut him in half with it. Yeah. Like I don't know. Just he, I don't find
2: that unbelievable.
1: I don't find it unbelievable. I guess it's just more like... And it could have just been the internet stuff where everyone's like, you know, is he Darth Plagueis? Is he really this person? Yeah, and that's the like, thing. It's like... Maybe I the internet I tried to steer
2: it. away from that. Yeah. When I, with, especially with the big movies like that. Because you don't want to go into it and you're like, oh, I'm going to find out this and I'm going to find out this. And then you get pissed off because you don't. And, or you get pissed off because it's not what you thought it was or something else. Right. That's like... I just tried to to avoid, like, the internet after it came out, you know, and people, even before it comes out, people are like, oh, what, this is going to happen, and this, or right. leaked footage, or oh, just, fuck, okay, just I, I don't <laughs> let me watch the movie and, and enjoy it. You I don't
1: know? have a lot going on, Eric. Huh? I don't have a lot going on. <laughs> You're
2: always checking out stuff on your phone?
1: Yeah, dude, if, if the kids are napping, and... You know, I got no responsibility. I look up stuff on Marvel and Star Wars. It's pretty much. My wife was like, "What are you? Who, who are you texting?" I'm like, "Nobody. I'm reading stuff about Marvel. <laughs> All kinds of crazy fan theories going around until the next year. So, you know, it's fun to, it's fun to read because in a way, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like, like the game Clue. It's like a little murder mystery. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I think it's this, this, and this, and I'm gonna now I'm gonna look in the envelope and go, oh, I got that part wrong. Oh, that was right. I don't know.
2: But you can't be bummed out when you go see the movie. No, no, can't no, be no. like pissed off that the movie guys didn't. You know, hey, yeah, no. this was supposed to be super cool. If they did it like this, yeah, and that wasn't my point with the Force Awakens. I wasn't pissed about.
1: It. I thought the Force Awakens was a good movie. I just think that there were things. If you take the first one to the, to that one, um, to to the Force Awakens to the Last Jedi, I thought Force Awakens was amazing, and then the Last Jedi, it was like, I just felt like they kind of like. Like they did the thing with like the second movies where like it kind of ends on a downer cuz most you know most trilogies you go by the by the arc of a story and the second right. one has to be the 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 part where it's it's a bummer. Um it was a kind of a bummer but it wasn't really and it was like I don't know I just felt like it was it was a lot of stuff to just basically involve Luke and I thought that they really made Luke a very two-dimensional character when he's very three-dimensional before. Even if I hadn't known before, I'd have been like, this dude's like... Like, let's say I had no idea of what Luke was before, and i watched it. I'd be like, this guy's supposed to be some master who she went all the way across the universe to find, and he's extremely two-dimensional. Like, his best yeah. friend
2: dies, and he's kind of just like, His oh. sister almost dies, and right. things but, like that. And yeah, it's like This kid just, that he's been training for, or he trained for how many years yep. has killed his best friend and father. Just... Yeah, it's
1: like there's all these things going on with this dude and he, like, obviously got away from society for all these reasons and all these things happening and it's like, he's just kind of like, yeah, well, I guess I'll just train you and we'll figure it out. And then, like, then he shows up as a hologram. Like, I don't... I don't know. It just it, To me, it was like a very two-dimensional character. I think maybe that's why people have such a problem with it that it was this character that was so iconic if you do take the, all the other stuff about it. For sure. And everyone's like, this is a not who that character should be I agree with that but at the same time like I said taking on its own merit this dude is supposed to be this great master is that two dimensional again it just doesn't work yeah so that was more my problem with that movie I mean and the fact like I said they built up the storyline about her family and the whole I mean every movie leading up to that is about the Skywalker family it's a family thing there's all this stuff about the midichlorians and the families all this different stuff so her parents there's got to be some kind of build up with her parents and then it's like now they're nobody it's like well what like that's weird that's kind yeah, of cop yeah. out it's weird and then of course there's the casino scene where it's all just literally them going buy all these toys <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's all that was
2: that's so weird a little benicio's character he, yeah he just shows up and fucks he, everything up I don't he know, was yeah. great he's so great
1: the, the other one that captain plasma or whatever plasma yeah. yeah she could have been a way cooler character which i hope she gets a spin-off in the as a prequel maybe because well, like she, she might been live cool. i feel Yeah. It's possible. I think Han should have lived. (laughs) That would have been awesome. Yeah. He gets like a a spider body like a... Darth Maul. Like Darth Maul, yeah. (laughs) Run around with Chewie with a spider body. That would be cool. That would be
2: awesome. But I don't think Harrison's up for it. No. Harrison looks pretty old lately. He's done. I keep meaning to watch Blade Runner, the new one. Done?
1: (laughs) Good Lord.
2: (laughs) He's done with Star Wars. Oh, I feel (laughs) like (laughs) after The Force Awakens, he was like, I don't want to deal with this shit anymore. (laughs) I guess he said he likes Solo. Yeah, yeah, he that's showed up cool. to a couple
1: press junkets. That was good, but then again, I mean, he probably got paid a good amount of money to say that,
2: or maybe he just liked.
1: It. <laughs> I'm way too cynical to believe that. I'm pretty sure George Lucas threw him a few million, and was like, "Hey, you want to go to some press junkets and say how much you like this movie that I'm not even going to make you watch?" Yeah, sure, <laughs> I'm down. I need a new plane to crash.
2: Here you go. Why not? <laughs> I heard they're going to do another Indiana Jones, though. Yeah, that's another franchise that I feel like. We'll keep going, regardless of how many times they recast or do new characters. Or I feel like at some point they just spin it off with new characters and new stories. I wonder if there still be,
1: if there would be shows like uh, "Curse of Oak Island" and um, "Hunting Hitler" and. Um... You know, the, the treasure hunting type shows, if there wasn't the Indiana Joneses in the world. If there, that movie was never made. The Raiders of the Lost Ark was never made. Right. Because treasure hunting always seemed to be like the realm of, like, you know, wackadoos who would get on their boat and try to find buried treasure or guys walking the beach with a metal detector. Metal, yeah. But now it's it's like a legitimate thing where you get excavating equipment and <laughs> do even though no one's ever really legitimately found anything on Oak Island, there's like four seasons of people looking for
2: something on Oak Island. I've never even heard of this show.
1: It's it's a show my one of my buddies used to watch it. It's like supposedly a show where people think because of some weird clues and weird happenings on this island that there's buried treasure from pirates, and there's literally never been anything found other than a few pieces of metal that no one can prove weren't there because of other people trying to excavate and yeah. all this different stuff it's just like it's 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 you know it's the big fish story it's like oh it's there i, I saw it i
2: have my own eyes i saw right, was a, right.
1: a spanish doubloon and you know everyone's <laughs> like well, okay i believe it because this one guy drunk at a bar said it
2: was nicholas cage there
1: too yeah yes he was <laughs> he was folding dollar bills and looking on the horizon that's a guy who, like, I can't, I can't tell if Nicholas Cage is in on the joke or if he really just this thinks he's that cool.
2: I think, I think he thinks that's, that he's that cool.
1: That's awesome. And then, well,
2: I think he thinks that, but then maybe like in the past few years, the internet has knocked him down a peg or two,
1: like a Chuck Norris. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like knows he's Chuck Norris yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I
1: think he fully embraced his Chuck Norrisum when he was in a, a dodgeball. for sure I was like oh okay he gets it yeah which is good because you don't want Chuck Norris mad yeah you don't yeah Jean-Claude Van Damme has finally embraced it the Tostitos commercials and then there's a there's a a movie or a show coming out called Paul Van Damme I think it's called John Paul Van Damme or something like that where basically the entire time he was in movies he was actually a hitman and he doesn't like to do any in the movies, but they call him back to be a hitman again, so he has to start doing movies again. Yeah. And it's like, it's just ridiculous. It's just a stupid.
2: It's just a dumb premise, but it's hilarious
1: because he obviously gets it.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's more of what we talked about before with all the, you know, the nostalgia. Yeah. Everybody's, all of a sudden you see John claude Van Damme doing Tostitos commercials and you're like, oh, I get it, but Why? <laughs>
1: Yeah, how many kids, like, your kid's age, and be like, who is that guy with Who's the Who's that
2: guy? Why do I care about this old guy talking about Tostitos?
1: Somebody who doesn't probably get it is Steven Seagal.
2: <laughs> he probably still
1: thinks he's a badass. He
2: does, I guarantee that.
1: Oh, that guy. He was a cop.
2: He's a cop
1: show. Yeah. He was, like, a registered cop in, like, the South somewhere, I think. Like, New Orleans or
2: something. That makes sense. That guy's crazy. He is crazy.
1: He goes to North Korea and hangs out with Kim Jong un. Doesn't
2: he, Dennis Rodman too? Yeah.
1: Well, there's your high mark water mark for crazy and insane. Yeah, Dennis Rodman's nuts.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Great rebounder. Crazy person. What if his parents take credit for how good he turned out financially? Does he know his parents? That's probably why he's so crazy. Probably. I seriously doubt Dennis Robbins' parents are living in a three-bedroom, two-bath in the middle of a suburban sprawl. Mom's baking cookies for everybody. He probably everybody... hates him. Oh he probably yeah,
2: he hates his parents. He totally like moved out when he was like sixteen. <laughs> Got his own apartment. Played basketball at the Y. His dad probably called him
1: when he married Carmen Electra. Yeah. Hey, uh, a wedding here. Or... Come by or bring Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> Should be a good day. She used to be hot. To go get coffee. She's still hot. Is she still? Yeah. I feel like there's a little bit of bias in your voice. Maybe, but... Yeah.
2: <laughs> like
1: how I still think Cindy Crawford's hot, even though she's like 400 years old. Yeah. I feel like... You know who didn't age well? It's Pam Anderson.
2: Yeah, that's that's pretty bad. Yeah. And um, Anna Nicole Smith, either. <laughs> Sorry. I haven't seen her lately. She's You'd dead, dude. Per- she oh, died right.
1: like 10 years ago. <laughs>
2: that's how much in tune I am with Anna Nicole Smith. Oh, yeah, Karma Electra to think about. Yeah. And Nicole Smith died like ten years ago. why how'd she die? I'm sure Coke. Do you remember?
1: I'm sure it was it was some sort of mixture overdose. of drugs. Yeah. She died of an overdose, and I forget what what, Didn't what time she have though. kids? That's a weird question, but probably. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> That's weird. I don't know why that's weird to me, but that's weird that the first thing you ask about her death is did she have kids? No, I thought yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's not like you're her sergeant and she died in battle. <laughs> Was he a family man? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Just I've had a lot of string of weird celebrity overdoses lately. Tom Petty, Prince, Michael Jackson. Lately? Well, like in the last like five to ten years.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, no, I mean, like that's a thing, right? I mean, no, what I mean by weird that's not like, I know that what I mean by weird is like Anna Nicole Smith hand hand? overdosed and everyone's like, yeah, okay. That I get that. Sense. Prince overdoses. Everyone's like, what? <laughs> Tom Petty overdosed. Like his drug years were long behind him. We thought supposedly. Yeah. Michael Jackson OD'd on children years ago. Steven I, Tyler next. He says he's like hundred percent clean. He went through rehab for a while and all that. He says he's 100% clean, so I don't know. I I wouldn't be sad if he was next. That's mean. I have no problem with Steven Tyler.
2: Yeah, he's just a weirdo. He's a weird, weird guy,
1: yeah. I don't know who the next... uh, Betty White's still hanging strong.
2: Axl Rose, maybe.
1: Yeah, can you overdose on cupcakes?
2: Yes. Because I feel like he's trying. I feel like you can. I feel like he's really trying
1: marlon brando overdose on cupcakes (laughs) he got so fat oh that's a bummer he was so jacked in like the 50s and 60s when he was acting Yep. like for guys back then he was jacked and then he was like arnold back in the day (laughs) jacked jacked no accent but jacked (laughs) and then apparently gay is all get out too Marlon Breno, yeah. Yeah, apparently he, he slept with, like, with what's his name? Uh, Richard Pryor.
2: Yeah, celebrities. That's an interesting one.
1: If you're going to go gay, why Richard? Why not? Why not? <laughs> He's funny. Sense of humor, man. <laughs> I'm not trying. Gets him every time. <laughs> I'm sorry, Eric, but I don't have sex with a sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> she's uh she's really nice yes
2: (laughs) and And.
1: (laughs) that's not nice (laughs) that's not nice at all luckily our wives don't
2: care about our show yeah i think yours listens though she does mine does not mine is enough of me talking (laughs) she doesn't want to hear you talk anymore
1: literally she said that to me before i already hear i hear you talk all the time i don't need to hear you talk to your friends that's good though probably I'm sure. I'm sure. I say things that would make her embarrassed, because I, yeah. I do that. I excel at that. Luckily, your wife just knows we're
2: jackasses and doesn't care. <laughs> I'll probably get some shit for the Carmen Electric comments.
1: Oh, get over it. <laughs> you know what his posters were like when you met.
2: <laughs> yes. yes. Whatever. I'm sure she had a thing
1: for David Hasselhoff
2: or somebody. Uh, her things were her, her celebrities were uh, Jodeci. No. <laughs> they were uh
1: Didn't she like Mark Wahlberg?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Marky Mark. And the funky bunch. He hates that. And now she she's like first in line to see all the Thor movies with me. So Oh. The Hemsworth. Likes the Hemsworth. Yeah. How can you not? Fuck I like him too. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> he's
1: hilarious. He's gorgeous. He's
2: a fucking family man too.
1: Yeah, he's got like three kids. Three kids?
2: Take some surfing in Australia. I heard a
1: great interview with him where he talked about how he didn't realize until he went back to Australia after living in California or wherever it was he lived now. He was just like, yeah, when I was living there, we didn't realize like how many deadly things were around us. <laughs> yeah. He's like, then when I was there with my kids, I was like, holy shit, this is all going to kill my family. Everything here is deadly. So like, how do we live? Yeah. Yeah. Australia's beautiful, but it comes with a price. Yeah. Everything will kill you.
2: What's it like? 20% of Australia is inhabitable. I think it's more than that, actually. Really? Yeah, I think it is. Because the
1: entire, like, outback and stuff, it's like, you just can't live there. Yeah. It was, I mean, it's an entire continent. People think it's like, people think it's just like Sydney and Melbourne. It's, it's, it's an entire, it's a
2: giant landmass. It's huge. Yeah. And then I saw, like, the, going back to our last one, I saw a house hunter's there, where a guy went there, and he was going to be in charge of this, like, Some sort of mine, mineral mine in the middle of Australia, nowhere land. And he was just, and you could tell his wife was just like, fuck this. (laughs) Every house they looked at, no. I don't want to live in a fucking mountain. Because that's what he was. They had had to like get a house. This is completely going off topic, but it's fucking hilarious. They had to get a house in that was built inside into hills, like into the land. So. Because the temperatures would get up to, like, 130 degrees. Oh, he was, like, living in the outback? Yeah. In, oh, Jesus. Oh, it's a certain town, and I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but I've watched many things about this town. Like and they, like... Auckland? No. Oh. Uh, Kingsbury? And... No. It was... They do, like... It's all, like, the mining. They do a lot of, like, mineral mining. Wakanda. Yeah, could be. been. <laughs> Not Africa. And so, he... They have to... They build the houses... Into mountainsides. That's cool, So they though. keep them cool, right? And this lady was like, I don't want to live in a mountain. And she was pissed. It was just hilarious. I only want to live in a mountain now. It was so funny. And, like, the insides, you know, she's like, where is this side? There's no uh, master bedroom, and this is so small. And he's just like, we're going to be here for you know, 18 months. So we need to make this work.
1: (laughs) That's all he had to be there for. Yeah.
2: His company moved him there for 18 months. He had to run this like mineral mine or whatever, but it was just, Oh, so funny watching how pissed she was. She just did not want to be there. And like the town they were moving to literally only people who worked in the mine live there. And so like you had to like drive like four hours to get to like, supermarkets or anything it
1: was just awful he must be getting paid a lot of money yeah
2: and like literally in the summertime it would get up to like 120 130 degrees they were like just like oh but yeah she wanted like a pool (laughs) it's just none of that none of that is happening in your little town can you imagine how much it must suck if it's four hours away to
1: civilization if your ac breaks out oh man at 130 no nope no you're screwed yeah
2: your internet goes down. Comcast ain't getting out there for months. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we can schedule you for two thousand We have a
2: window available.
1: <laughs> Will you be there from one AM till one PM?
2: <laughs> yeah. Dude, I I
1: gotta see that one. I watch that one. The International House Hunters is great. Yeah. That's one where people have absolutely like you see the worst of the ugly American in that. It is. God So great. I really want to be near all the historical stuff, but I don't (laughs) want to be around people. Oh, no problem.
2: All right. So just stay wherever you're at. (laughs) Make it easy.
1: (laughs) I want a beach. I want to be able to look at the beach when I wake up in the morning. This lady actually said that when I watched. I want to be able to sit up in my bed and see the beach. So there should be a window here there then i don't know like why is that a requirement (laughs) how many times do you wake up in the morning pop your head up and notice the first thing you see never Never. i wake up and look at my bedroom go cool no one's standing over me with a knife i'm gonna go pee that's pretty much my morning i have absolutely zero expectation of looking at a
2: beach people have the dumbest requirements for their retirement yeah that's what happens when you get old and you expect stuff (laughs) now my only expectation is just when I wake up, I see my wife handing me my daughter. Here, I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> we're wake both, up! <laughs> we're
1: both going to work now. <sighs> I hate it when my daughter sometimes like, like if my son's at school and she wants to, like, or actually not even that it's like it's like the weekends like same thing. Like my wife and my son go like today. My daughter, it's like she seems like she's really tired. I'm like, okay, we're taking a nap together. Take a nap? It's like yeah, I'm like okay she gets, like, so excited that we're napping together <laughs> she won't fall asleep. But I'm tired. Yeah. And every time she puts her head down, I have this expectation of, like, all right, here it is. She's going to fall asleep.
2: And then she's like, hi, daddy. I'm like,
1: god damn it. Like, hi, baby. I love you. Please shut the fuck up.
2: <laughs> you seem to think you have a better, a different definition of napping than me. Yeah. So we need to work on clarification. Napping is not you staring at me with your eyes open while we lay in bed together. Don't play with my nostrils
1: while I'm trying to sleep. Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one ever told me when I was going to become a dad of how many times I was going to get kicked in the nuts. <laughs> no,
2: it's open season on your nuts with <laughs> kids from like
1: <laughs> until they get like old enough to where they're like tall enough to where like I'll take the gut shots all day. Yeah, just don't hit me in the nuts. I was laying there with my son when he was like two, yeah. and I was laying in bed and he was like like sitting up on the bed like we were wrestling. I was like, okay, you know, cool. And he's like, Daddy, like tapping me on the gut. Daddy, I'm like, what? He goes, Daddy, get up. And he he goes, hit my gut and misses and hits me right in the nuts, (laughs) like full on. And oh my god, I try to play it off because I don't want to let him know he can hurt me because then he might try to take shit over early. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh hey, buddy. And my wife's like, did that hurt? I'm like, extremely, (laughs) extremely.
2: I need to go. Yeah, like I'm gonna go cry in the bathroom. I need a minute. (laughs) Yeah,
1: tell him I'm taking a dump. I'm gonna go cry. Yeah, that's how I felt. Yeah.
2: Why is daddy sobbing? Yeah, exactly. Dude,
1: I one time I remember this this happened in a park. There was this guy with his kid and he was tying his kid's shoe and his kid popped his head up and smacked this dude in the back of the head with the back of his head in his face hard mm. and the dad was like oh oh like grabbing his nose like why did you do that you need to be more careful and i'm like what a bitch <laughs> i
2: was like what a bitch
1: <laughs> and then like i was like i told myself, something like, that ever happens to me i am not gonna make my son feel bad for some shit he can't control yeah literally like two months later it happened and i remember at like it was like this voice of me, like, Don't be a bitch like that <laughs> dude at the park. And dude, I wore it. I was like, You okay, buddy? Did my tooth hurt your back of your head? Because he literally hit me in the freaking oh, teeth. I was like, My tooth hurt the back of your head, buddy. He's like, Oh, it's okay. I'm like, Okay, buddy, it's all right. And I was just the whole time like, Oh, God, go to your room for a second so I can just grab my face. This hurts so bad. Oh, but I didn't. I wore it like a man. That's how you do it. God damn it. I don't understand these men teaching their kid to be (laughs) giant pussies yeah I said it I don't care yeah my son may not be the he's a super sensitive kid but he at least is gonna understand that if you get punched in the face don't cover yourself up and go why did you do that (laughs) don't do that don't do that cry about it later (laughs) that is the wrong reaction yeah my dad used to always tell me count your scars when the war is over (laughs) until then get to it get to killing."
2: Wow. All right. Good lord. Thanks, Dad.
1: Thanks, Dad. <laughs> My dad did know some crazy sayings, but he never encouraged me killing anyone.
2: <laughs> that's good.
1: That I can think of. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe he did. <laughs> Maybe I just blocked he that. Snuck out. a couple of those in there. <laughs> he did tell me if anyone ever pulls a knife on you, just assume that they are going to use it on you, so you have to use it on them. It's close enough.
2: Uh, yeah. I, I mean, feel like that's just solid advice. Yeah,
1: or you could also just get it away from them. You don't have to stab them back. Yeah, you don't have to kill them. Yeah, but... my dad was fully... He's like, yeah, if they stab you and they intend on killing you, you kill them.
2: So I guess that kind of counts. I guess that's just common sense at that point. It is kind of. This guy is stabbing me. I think he's going to try and kill me.
1: <laughs> sir, sir. Sir. You missed my final If I get organs. this knife that you stabbed me
2: with, I'm going to stab you with it and try and kill you. Just so you know. Such just a be so such
1: a weird threat. If you stab me in my chest... I will then be forced to pull the knife out of my own chest and attempt to stab you before stab the blood runs it. out of my chest and I black out. Your move, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. All right. Well, I think we've exhausted all the topics we can think of.
2: You brought up Predator earlier. Did I? Yeah, where well, you were talking I did. about Arnold. Jesus, I Did you memory. see? Did you see the, the, the terrible trailer for the new one?
1: I did, with, with, with Keenan and Michael Key in it.
2: Oh, God. It's so <laughs> depressed. That trailer just depressed me so much. Isn't it like, it's they like activate awful.
1: something and then they come back?
2: There's a kid playing with something and then it's the ship and then he crashes the ship into the... That's right. It's, it's It seriously made my heart hurt. <laughs> like, I wanted to cry. Jessica was like, my wife was like, you want to look at, do you want to watch, do you want to see that movie? And I was like, that looks awful. And she's like, I, I figured you would say that. <laughs> it does look awful. Yeah. Is Arnold in it? No. Is no. Gary Busey in it? No. 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 Is Danny Glover in it? Because no. I will take Danny Glover, but no.
1: I wonder Danny Glover's not doing well health-wise, because you don't see him at all. I don't see him in anything. No. Makes me sad. He's hanging out with Rick Moranis doing nothing. No. He's the, new,
2: it's, uh. which Wayne's is the Danny Glover in that show Damon Damon we've met him we have well
1: I have didn't you work with him at the club
2: I don't think he came through when I was there
1: he's the reason Abe Abe tells everyone he's (laughs) Samoan because he told some dude the big Samoan behind you is about to kick you out of the club (laughs) Abe's like I'm Samoan from now on (laughs) that's it that's all I need that's it (laughs) yep Damon Wayne calls you Samoan you're Samoan yeah um. Yeah. Then, and then, I guess they they casted somebody in that show because they kicked the dude. The dude got kicked off the show. Yeah, shirt. I heard bad things about that. Apparently, like, it was an asshole. Yeah. But then they casted somebody in it. I'm trying to think of who it was. It's like somebody. It was uh. What's a Stifler from? Yeah. American Pie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that guy, Sean William Scott. So yeah. He's great. That's Evolution. is such a great movie.
2: Evolution. Him and that? David oh, and, company, and uh, Orlando Jones. Orlando Jones. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> tookie, tookie,
1: tookie. <laughs> I think <did> caca, caca. Tookie, tookie. Tookie,
2: I have to watch that one again.
1: David Duchovny sticks Oof. his ass
2: out to, to <laughs>
1: Julianne Moore. Fruit basket. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, that movie's great, dude. That is a great movie. Giant Evolution, go check yeah. it out. I don't even know if it's on Netflix.
1: Probably not. It's one of David Duchovny's best things ever because he's <laughs> basically making fun of the fact that he's Fox Mulder the entire movie. Yeah, it's pretty good. And Orlando Jones is a he's Orlando Jones. junior college volleyball coach who tries to hit on his players all the time.
2: <laughs> oh, man. That I gotta watch that movie again. That movie's yeah. amazing. I'm gonna find it. Oh,
1: this big giant like dog looking like fat <laughs> chubby little alien thing, it just attacks the whole like dinner party. It's great. Ah, oh, good movie. Good movie. All right, my cats are getting restless. They're jumping all over you. They are. It's very strange. And my neighbors' dogs are barking. I don't think you. I don't think you got that. Yeah, he's sees the window. He did. He's. He was a stray when when the SPCA oh, found him, and he's been an indoor cat for us all the years we've had him and he really has always wanted to be an outdoor cat he escapes all the time and does he have claws not to chase him yes he has large talents <laughs> oh, i didn't know if he he's a cat clawed. a large talent <laughs> yeah no, know he has claws he he can get out but he also does he try to get out when he oh dude indoor? he bolts constantly and he's a <laughs> siamese so he's super smart so like he'll uh, he'll lay there i've literally seen him lay there with his eyes shut like he's sleeping and i open the door and he bolts like you little fucker <laughs> He's too smart for his own good. Fooled you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> too smart for his own good. Damn it. But he luckily is afraid of cars, so if he ever gets out. Like, my biggest fear right now with my kid being four, and he loves the cats, is that he's going to be like, oh, Darwin got outside, and smack, truck comes and runs him over right in front of my kid. So, I try yeah. to keep him inside for that purpose, because I think I'm okay with explaining when my dog eventually will die soon to my son, <laughs> that but, dog. but not watching your actual pet get killed right in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. That would be upsetting. Uh, there's lots of upsetting things about that. But yes. My poor useless dog. It's summertime now and he's a bulldog. So the next three months he'll be laying in his bed with a fan on him. <laughs> it's literally all he does. He, he breathes is... heavily. <laughs> the heat. Are you going to kick that on me? Yeah, my cat's going to kick he that is, on he's you. He's, he's like... trying to figure out a way out the screen door. He's just going gonna... like to ram raptor. this hard enough. He's I like a raptor, dude. He's trying to figure out the weak spot in the fence. <laughs> It's too smart for own good. I told you. Yeah. One day I was laying in bed and I kept hearing this thud and it was an apartment my wife and I were living in and before we had kids and I could look into the, to the bathroom and he was opening the bathroom drawer and then slamming it with his paw, opening it and slamming it. Every time he would do it, he'd look over at us and I was like kind of peeking watching him and then I moved like I got up like I was doing something and he ran over it, jumped up on top of my chest and started purring. Really, really loud. Because he was hungry. And he wanted me to get up and feed him. So then I pushed him off me. I was like, get off me, Darwin. And then he ran back into the the bathroom and just started, bam, again. Open it and bam. And then my wife got up and fed him. I'm like, God, he's got you trained. Like, he's got you trained. Yep. But yeah, he's too damn smart. I don't... I love it but I also don't like it because every once in a while I'm like shit I just got outsmarted by a cat
2: <laughs> son of a bitch makes yeah. you want to rethink your whole life it does <laughs> definitely <laughs> knocks you down a pain it really does <laughs> like,
1: this son of a bitch like, I'll give him i am like you gotta win buddy you got that one <laughs> yeah. give you a little friskies <laughs> uh, <sighs> alright alright well we'll call it well hopefully the audio sounds good to everybody yeah and if it doesn't you're used to that
2: We'll try again next time. Yeah. It's going to get better. <laughs> One, two...
0: Bring to the folks, Snoop, doggy, doggy, and Dr. Dre is at the dope. Ready to make an entrance, so back on up. Cause you know we're about to rip shit up. Give me the microphone first so I can bust like a bubble. Compton and Long Beach together, now you know you in trouble. Ain't nothing but a thing, baby. Two low-death niggas, so we're crazy. Death Row is the label that pays me. Unfatable, so please don't try to fake this. But a uh, back till the lecture at hand. Perfection is perfected, so I'ma let them understand. What a hell of a gangsta lean, getting funky on the mic like an old batch of collard greens. It's the capital SOS I'm fresh and double O-P-D-O-Double-G-Y-D-O-Double-G, you see? Showing much flex when it's time to wreck a mic, pimpin' hoes and clacking a grip like my name was Dolomite, yeah, and it don't quit. I think they in the mood for some motherfucking G-shit, so straight What up, Gotta give them what they want. What's that, G? We gotta break them off something. Hell yeah. And it's gotta be bumping. City of Compton
3: I talk, but I'm never off, always on to the break of dawn. See you when PTO and in the city they call Long Beach. Putting the shit together like my nigga DOC. No one can do it better like this. That and this center. And it's like that and like this and like
0: that. And a. it's like this. Then who gives a fuck about those? So just chill to the next episode. <laughs> I kicking it. Are y'all uh, done? Oh, nah, what you gonna do today? Um, um, my I, I ain't gonna get my nails done. Sorry. Why, what's up? Hey, did your name him get at you yesterday? Oh. These nuts! Oh.